Hey girl, welcome to the Fearless Chick Podcast, a place just for women, so we can have real conversations about our journeys and our day-to-day lives, weekly inspiration, and practical tips to live our lives fearlessly. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas Cromartie, life coach, author, and speaker. For more information, visit our website at aliciacromartie.com. Don't be scared. We are fearless. Let's jump all the way in. Welcome back to the Fearless Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Cromartie. Thanks for joining me. I hope you have enjoyed this series that we're on called Shift, Season, Healing, Inspiration, Fear, and Timing. Our last episode on this series, we're talking about timing, which can I tell you the truth? It's the hardest part of the shift. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to hear that, but it is. And I say it's hard because it's that feeling that you have, right? You're impatient about the process. You're wanting time to hurry up and speed up so you can see what God has in store. You're getting no after no and you're like, okay, I said I was going to leave this job and now I'm trying something else and I keep getting no's and so I'm wondering, when is my time coming? Maybe you need to make a decision, but you're not quite feeling ready. You're anxious about getting out of the season of waiting and you want to make it happen already. I know, I understand. Or you're saying to yourself, you know what, if this happens, then I'll be happy. And not being able to control the situation is making you crazy. And so the truth is, you are what some people call in the valley. I am what some people call in the valley. And so maybe you've made that big decision, but now you're feeling the pain of the process that I talked about in the fear episode. You're wondering if this change is worth it. Maybe you're even tempted to go back. Maybe you decided that you're finally going to get out of that relationship that isn't working for you, that friendship that the person's not been treating you well, and you're like, but I miss them, and this is hard, and what if there's nothing on the other side? What if there's not another person? I've been single for so long, and I left that other relationship, and I knew it wasn't fulfilling, but at least it was something. That's the valley experience. That's the T in timing. That's the impatience that you feel. That's the feeling of being stuck when you finally made the decision to move and you're doing all the things that you think you're supposed to do and you're not feeling the results. Can I tell you something? You are right where you are supposed to be. This is the time that you have to be very focused and think a lot about your why. Why did I make this decision? Why did I need to shift? Why am I going through this? That's so important. You have to remember your why. Because in this time of discomfort, the easy thing for you to do is to go backwards. The easy thing for you to do is to go back to those old habits, go back to that job with the good benefits, quote unquote, go back to that relationship that was unhealthy, but at least you knew and could hang on to some of the positive times. Let's go back to the job instead of starting the new business. Let's go back to the old habits, the old way of doing things. And I'm here to tell you that, yes, this is hard, but you have to believe, you have to believe that all of this is worth it, that all of this process is because you are becoming the person that you are supposed to be. 
you are gaining the things that you are supposed to have. And if you don't go through this process, you're not going to get it. Dermony Kent says, it is more important to go slow and gain the lessons you need along the journey than to rush the process and arrive at your destination empty. And so I know it's difficult. I know that you are worried. Uh, maybe this decision that you've made to leave your other job may be causing you some financial challenges. Maybe people are looking at you crazy, like how could you make such a silly decision? Well, the answer is I did it for me. I did it not for what other people think is right for me. I did it not for what was more comfortable. I did it not for what society told me was best or right. I did it for what feels good in my soul and feels good and feels right for me, my family, and the dreams that I have for myself. The goals that I've set, the things that I know that I'm capable of, that if I keep settling, I'll never get there. You know, kicking an addiction is hard and that's for a reason, right? If you're a smoker as an example, and I've never been a smoker, but I could imagine that all of the drugs and poison that are in cigarettes, those things are addictive, right? And so it takes time to get that out of your system, get it out of your mind, all of the emotional attachments you have to when you were smoking, that you've got to let all of that go. And so some of us are addicted to things that aren't good for us. We're addicted to people, to jobs, to situations that even though they're not good, even though they may be poisoning our body, poisoning our spirits, right? You stay there because it's comfortable, because we are afraid of the unknown. And so this is that season in your life, tea and timing, where you have to believe in yourself. You have to have faith. You have to see things that may not that you may not be able to see with your own eyes, but you got to see in your mind. You got to be able to see things that other people can't see around you. When they say it's impossible, when they say you're crazy, you've got to know that this is what's right for you. This is the tough part, but I'm here to tell you that you are very capable of getting through this season. Now, this season could take five days. It could take five months. It could take five years. But remember when we talked about when you're in that season, right? You're on the bench. So you don't just sit around waiting for things to happen. You prepare yourself, you get yourself ready. And part of this process is the things that you are doing, you're taking classes, you're having meetings, you're bettering yourself, you're learning, but you're also allowing those experiences, right? That you are removing yourself from to make you a better person. You are using those experiences to make you wiser and better. You're sitting back and you are reflecting. What is it that I needed to learn from this situation? If someone hurt you, if you lost a job, if you got pushed out of a job, what is it that I needed to learn about myself? What is it that I need to do differently when I go into the next job so that I don't carry this same stuff with me? Some of you, perhaps you just left your job and you're waiting for a new job or a new opportunity. And you're frustrated because maybe the money isn't coming in, the bills are piling up, and you're starting to get discouraged. Sis, can I tell you that this is a blessing? That this is a blessing for you to rest, for you to focus on yourself, for you to love more on your family, your children, your spouse, whoever your loved ones are. This is a time for you to read, reflect, think about who you are and what you really want. Sometimes we get snatched out of situations or situations get snatched from us because we need a season of just waiting and thinking, praying, meditating. We need a season of just being, right? 
So it's a blessing. It may not feel like it in this moment. And I guarantee you that every person that's listening to this podcast, we've all been in a situation where we've been between jobs, we've been between relationships, and we're like, what's going to happen next? I don't know what life is going to look like in the next 60 days or six months. But guess what? When you got through that season, it was just fine. And you almost forget about this part, right? This part of waiting, that timing part where you're not sure what's going to be on the other side. And so just like we've said in previous episodes, you got to remember if you got through that thing, yeah, that, that you're going to get through this too. And so you got to make sure that you're reflecting. What is it that I need to learn from this? What can I do while I'm on the bench, while I'm waiting for my time? You also have to have patience, patience with yourself, patience in the fact that it's not going to happen in your timing. You don't get to control this. And I know because I'm a control freak a little bit too. I like to control things and at least focus on the things that I can control. And so I'm saying to you, you're going to have to have patience. You're just going to have to wait this one out and realize that all of this is happening for a reason. The next thing you're going to have to do is start forgiving. There are some people that you need to forgive and that might even be yourself. Maybe you got fired from a job. There's something that you did wrong and you were supposed to be fired for what you did. But you can't carry that into the next job. You need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive the people that hurt you around you. Maybe you got pushed out of a job. It's most likely a blessing in disguise, but you still have to forgive those people. And listen, I'm not telling you what I heard I'm telling you what I have experienced, what I am still working on. I am still working on forgiving the people that hurt me during my statewide campaign. Most of them I've forgiven. I'm still working on forgiveness from the people in my previous job who hurt me and disrespected me. Because the longer I carry that stuff, it's just poisoning me. They ain't thinking about me. We've got to let things go. And I'm so glad that I am a forgiving person But I understand when people hurt you, you carry that stuff around. Sometimes you got your head down, you're sad. And I'm here to tell you that you've got to dust that stuff off and you got to keep moving. Next thing you got to do is believe. You got to encourage yourself. You got to believe that what you are going through, keyword through in this moment, that there's something on the other side. There's a scripture that says you have to have faith of a mustard seed, which is tiny, 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 tiny. So just a little bit of faith, just a little bit of belief in the possibility, that's got to be the thing that keeps you going. When you've started a new business and money is not coming in, instead it's going out, you got to believe in where you're going. You got to believe in what you are supposed to be doing, that you are a solution to a problem that someone has. And in the first six months to a year, you're probably not going to turn over a lot of profit. And so you've got to believe in yourself, believe in your talent, believe in the possibilities, believe that those customers, right, those clients are going to walk through the door. So, you know, I always have a question. My question for you is, what are you learning through this season of shift? And so while you are in this time period of not sure what's on the other side, but you know you've left that other thing, what are you learning What are the wise things that are coming to you? What are those experiences that you had that you can say, when I face this again, here's how I'm going to handle it? What are those random things that you learned in that job before that you never thought you would learn again and all of a sudden it's become useful? You ever had that experience? Write those lessons down. This is the time for that self-reflection, for that time of saying, 
What is it that you want me to see? What is it that you want me to know? What do I need to learn? What do I need to take with me through the next experience? I know it is difficult. Carlos Wallace says, you can't do God's will your way. I know it's challenging. Again, I'm here to tell you, you have got to embrace this shift. You have got to embrace the timing of this and trust the timing. Trust that what you are supposed to have, you will have, but you have to go through the process. If you don't, you won't have what's on the other side for you. And so I want you to think of this as baking a cake. So listen, I am not a baker by any stretch of the imagination. I don't even enjoy cooking. That's a whole different subject that we'll talk about another time. But I can make a mean yellow cake with chocolate icing thanks to Betty Crocker. Okay? And it's good. And I get the extra moist kind because I love the soft cake. You know, the kind that like melts in your mouth. Sometimes I eat it with ice cream. Sometimes just by itself. So after I've had a long day, I think about that nice little cake sitting in the kitchen waiting for me so I can treat myself to a little slice. And if I'm not baking it myself, I like red velvet. Mmm, with that white icing, pecans on top. It's so delicious. Guess what? Those cakes take time. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? They each have their own ingredients, right? Without the mix, without the eggs, the water, the oil. Come on, my Betty Crocker cookers. They don't come out right. And yes, I'm talking about your own shift that you're going through. You've had, you had to have the breakup, the job loss, the financial straits. They're all the ingredients that make you who you are. The last part of the process is the baking of the cake, right? It's putting it in the oven. And if the oven isn't on, what's going to happen? Nothing. It's just going to sit there. It's going to be pretty nasty if you try to eat it. I'm not a cake batter eater, cookie, dough, none of that. I want it cooked. If you don't have those tough situations to make you stronger, wiser, you won't go anywhere either. And so, like, this is the last part of your shift. It's the toughest part, this timing piece. You can smell the cake baking. You can even see it inside of the oven. And so you know what is possible. You know what's on the other side when you take it out of the oven. But if you try to take it out before time and eat it, you're going to be in for a rude awakening. Sis, this is your season of waiting, of working, of planting seeds. It takes time. Your dreams, that big thing you're thinking about doing, it can't happen overnight. It's impossible. Now that is impossible, right? If you have a dream that can happen tomorrow, baby, it's not big enough. Those big dreams that you have in your mind and in your spirit, they don't happen overnight. They got to cook. So your dreams, your hopes, your desires for your life, they're baking in the oven right now. So this is the season that you got to wait for all of those ingredients to work together, to cook, so that what comes out on the other side for you is ready for the world to taste. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. And so I want to encourage you to keep walking, to keep putting one foot in front of the other, to keep going, knowing that sometimes it's going to be difficult, knowing that there are going to be haters and naysayers and people telling you that what you're trying to do is too big, it's too great, it's never happened before. You can't break the cycle in this family. 
You can't do the things you're saying you're going to do. No one in our family has ever been a millionaire before. No one's ever written a book. You don't know any authors. People are telling you all kinds of things. You've worked hard to get this corporate job. How dare you leave it? We've invested all this money in you and all of these degrees, and now you're saying you're going to walk away and do something else? Yes, that's what I'm saying. And so this is the time, this is the part of the shift that is challenging. But I'm here to tell you, you are worthy. You are worthy of the things that your heart desires. You are worthy of the things that God has put in your heart to say is possible. You are worthy of the life that you want for yourself that says, I'm done with the cycles. I'm done with the toxicity. I'm done with living paycheck to paycheck. I'm done with trying to live my life for other people. I want to live it for me. I'm done with setting goals just to say I've done something and I've checked the boxes. I want to live this very short life to the fullest. And so you've got to hold on to that dream. Hold on to that desire. We talked about many things that you can do to keep yourself inspired. Put those things down on a post-it note and tack it on your laptop. Attach some song to your phone that helps you to wake up in the morning. Do whatever you need to do to keep yourself inspired. This is a difficult time, but I am telling you, leave the cake in the oven. It's baking. It's going to be amazing when you take it out. The wisdom, the strength, the grace, the love, the passion, all of those things that you will have on the other side are worth it and they are waiting for you. But if you don't cook, if you don't allow all the ingredients to come together, if you don't do what you need to do during this time of waiting, you are not going to get what's due to you on the other side. So I wanna leave you again with my favorite quote because I think it's just as appropriate. That every person is born into this world to do something distinctive and something unique. And if he or she doesn't do it, it will never be done. And so I know it's hard. I know sometimes you want to get in a corner and cry. But I'm telling you, it's okay to cry, but you got to get up. You got to wipe those tears. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep fighting because you are worth it. The thing that you want to do is worth it. And it's going to be amazing. But you've got to put in the work. You've got to put in the time. You've got to be patient. You've got to let go of trying to control everything. You've got to do your part while you're on the bench. Because if you don't do it, sis, it will never be done. This is Alicia Cromartie, host of The Fearless Chick. Thanks for joining me. And remember to share with your girlfriends, your sisters, all the women in your life who need to be fearless. And follow us on social media at Fearless Goals. Go be fearless.